Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Pochcast. Today, Pochfad and Star will be having another absolutely riveting conversation with more wonderful, talented, and inspiring people. So, grab that drink, get your butt comfy, and hold on to your seat. This is the podcast oh man yeah there's so many like southern california i love because you know the, you got the internet you have the burgers but you also have and this is what i whenever i go down there the mexican food places that we would go to weren't the the restaurants are nice they're cool but there was this chain and the one we went to is called alberto's right and alberto's is just a small tiny little building but you have alberto's rubberto's whatever ends in toes and the only person that speaks English and not even very well is the person taking your order. Everything is like you're in Mexico all of a sudden. You know it's going to be good. Oh, you yeah. know it's going to be good. And, and the floors have to be dirty. Dude, they're worried about the food, not the floors. We used to get these, <laughs> these. Um, I don't know, I would say it was at least a two-pound burrito, but it was like $2.50. And you knew you were full the rest of the day off two dollars and fifty cents yep. like, it was so amazing and their carne asada Whew. look so i um there there is this awesome place in 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 not mexico sorry in southern california mm-hmm. and uh i know that Cal- our californians out here will know that fish tacos are a point of pride for, especially for Southern Californians, a mm. fish tacos are mm. where it's the fuck is at. There's this place called Rubio's that makes the and most the bomb, the most bomb fish tacos. Oh, mwah. perfect. Perfection. I have tried fish tacos in Florida. I've tried fish tacos in Oregon. I've tried fish tacos in Mexico. Mm-hmm. The fish tacos at Rubio's in Southern California um they are to different. be they are to be beat got you got you somebody tell me if you've had rubios and you've had fish tacos that are better than rubios you you see me you yeah, see you, me okay <laughs> you let me know see i i got i got spoiled well i got no i remember you say spoiled um i got damaged forever so here's what happened we, I was with my dad. We went on a, a surf trip, right? So um, my dad's friends, he grew up in Southern California, right? He's a surfer hippie. Uh, he, you know, was. And we were going on a surf trip. I was like 13, 14 years old. Um, the way that the, we, we passed the border into Mexico, we drove hundreds of miles down Baja, Mexico, right? So just desert is all you see my dad had an old ford pickup that had two tanks right two tanks gas tanks and we drove for so long without hitting the gas station that he had to switch to the other tank to keep going because we were in the middle of nowhere and i remember sitting in the truck we're driving just road desert road desert road desert i'm watching my dad watch his his uh, odometer and he's slowing down he's like it's right here there's desert there's no and i'm like what do you mean it's right here and he just turns into the sand and i'm like my dad's gonna kill us he's tired of us he's just done he's gonna drop us in the middle of nowhere he's had it i fucked up for the last time these damn teenage hormones right so i'm you know we're just driving we drive for another half hour 45 minutes and all of a sudden we come to this point over the ocean and it is beautiful and gorgeous his friends are already there like they just knew they know this spot 
right? They know it by the odometer on their vehicles. And it was right. absolutely amazing. There's a, there was a fishing village. So mind you, this is the middle. There, there are no, you know, oasises with a lot of fruits. So my dad, before we had left, had bought a whole bunch of oranges and grapes and vegetables and all this stuff that you can't get in the desert. And yeah. he did it because my dad's a genius. He's a freaking genius. But he went and talked to the guys at this village. It's a fishing village. They go out and they pull up crab and lobster and halibut and everything fresh out of the sea. And he's like plums, oranges, apples. And every single day, we were there for like 10 days. Every day, there was a bucket of fresh crabs, halibut, lobster, whatever we wanted sitting in front of our, we're like, where we yeah. can Dude, and, they got uh, enough of that. Like, they're like dude, crab, we right? eat crab five yeah. days a week. They're like, well, we're over it. So yeah. the whole thing, the only problem with it, though, and this is the only problem, because there shouldn't be a problem, but here it is, is that I had delicious lobster and crab and halibut fresh out of the ocean that day. So when I go to any restaurant, it's like, we have the best fish. I'm like, no, your fish tastes like ass. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Our lobster is great. No, your lobster tastes like donkey balls. Go down <laughs> yeah. here. This is where it's good. Like I haven't been able to, to order lobster. You know, people are like, oh, order steak and lobster. I'm like, it's a waste of money because it tastes like garbage. Like yep. even if I have the money, I'm not ordering your lobster because it's I'm gonna be disappointed while spending a lot of money. Like look, I feel that way about most shellfish because growing okay. up growing up on the Gulf Coast. Like oyster fishing, like oystering or whatever it's called. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I did like doing like, the I got that, you oyster. The yeah, oyster getting oysters, shucking them, getting shrimp, getting yourself some. In Florida, we call them crawdads. Yes. In Louisiana, they call them crawfish. Mm -hmm. Um, I grew up with crawdads, but I know both. Yeah. Um, that's, that is, that is their specialty is the Gulf Coast does the shellfish up. I grew up with it. There's this place called, um, uh, JD's and they had like, just like platters of oysters on the half shell. And there was like one night a week that it was like on special, like it was like a buy one free or whatever. So my family, my mom and my dad and myself, my sisters hated shellfish. So they were out. Okay. The three of us would go to JD's like once a week, pretty much every week, and just get endless oysters. <laughs> and I would down my entire dozen of oysters like before my parents got through, what, three? Damn. Yeah, I would down them. And these things were not playing around. These were some meaty boys, you know? So here's my only thing with oysters. They taste good. Texture. Yeah. I'm a texture person. I and love it. it. It they taste good, they're fun, but I have a hard time with the texture. Yeah, I can't. Right. Okay. Oh. So I I hear you. I feel it. Because mm -hmm. I'm I love eating. I love eating. And I there you go. <laughs> yes, 100 percent <laughs> I value taste and texture both. And I think some mm -hmm. people don't. I do. So I hear you. Mm -hmm. Personally. I was able to get past it, especially if it's on a cracker, because the cracker gives you that, like, dry crunchy. It does. That sort of makes the oyster feel less like you're eating a big booger. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because right. that's what it, yes. that's essentially what it, it's slimy. It's, it's gooey. <laughs> and that's how it feels. I yeah. understand. I totally yeah. understand. So you get yourself a cracker, a little saltine I to put it on. That. That get would yourself saltine. Be great. 
and then you get a little bit of lemon juice on there, kind of distract from the texture a little bit, right? Trick your face. If you trick you, your face. If you like horseradish on things, you can oh, do that. Oh. I personally don't. I love horseradish. No, I'm, no, I am I'm not. not a fan. Maybe Star, maybe you would like a little bit of horseradish on there. That little bit of graininess also takes away from the slime. I can see it that. is just mwah, mwah. I know how to do oysters up. You know what I mean? See, yeah, I've had I've had oysters. On this. I've had oysters <laughs> a bunch of times, and every time, like the taste hits, and I'm like, mm, "This is so good!" And then I feel it. And I'm like, "Ah!" You know, and I, like yeah. swallow it real quick. Like I don't even chew; I just shoot well, it. Well, even when like, you swallow it, it, yeah, and even when you swallow it, you're like, "Ah!" It's like slipping down my throat. Ah! It's alive. But if you like are able to chew it with mm. a cracker with a saltine on there, then you can fully enjoy it and it doesn't feel like a nasty like critter thing in your body i do want to try that i do <laughs> want to try that you know what i do love i don't know if you've had it but um i in northern california we used to go camping with my dad and his friends and they would go get um abalone like they would dive and they would get abalone so fresh breaded um like fried abalone is ridiculously good like it's stupid so rich good. Yeah. It's so rich. Yeah, and I have yeah. had the hardest time finding it anywhere compared to when it literally came out of the ocean that day and yep. was cooked and prepared right there. Like I don't know what it was, but yeah, it's so crazy, good. dude. It's crazy to like be eating oysters. Like you're sitting on a patio of this place eating oysters, and you look to your side and you see not only the bay that the oysters are caught in. But you see the boat docked at the restaurant <laughs> yeah. that has like the cages on it that are used to catch those oysters that you are putting into your mouth at that moment. I it's think like, that there is nothing better than that. That's I think that's where it's at is when you are by the ocean, like comparatively, like where we're at right now, we're about five hours away from the ocean, four and a half mm -hmm. hours away from the ocean. And it's it sucks because this is the furthest I've ever lived in my life from the ocean. And so any seafood that we get had to have spent a night somewhere compared mm -hmm. to like in Hawaii, you can get sushi at 7-Eleven. And, and I know people are like gas station sushi, are you high? The California rolls are ridiculously good because they were caught <laughs> that morning the sushi was made by a special company and only in hawaii 7-eleven do they because the company's in hawaii so it's the same sushi you would get at a restaurant but it's in 7-eleven so it's not 7-eleven sushi it's hawaii 7-eleven sushi yes so yes. You know, don't get it don't get it in nebraska mm -hmm. don't get that nebraska 7-eleven bullshit no 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 absolutely not go only in uh... hawaii only um, in Hawaii. So Nebraska doesn't even have 7-Eleven. What? Do they even have sushi? Okay, I don't know. <laughs> honestly, okay, honestly, okay. Are you ready for this? So the town, the town that I grew up in, in mm -hmm. Iowa, like my high school years, didn't even have a Mexican restaurant. We had to nope. go, we had I'm to out. go to the that next town sense. that was 20 minutes away to go to a restaurant that had Mexican food. And it wasn't that even real Mexican food. I can't. That's where I draw the line. That's a bummer. The Mexican. That's a bummer, but honestly, it makes sense if you're in the middle of Iowa. It does. <laughs> no, it yeah. does. It does. I get it, but I can't it live in a hasn't, that doesn't have Mexican hasn't been known to be like a bastion 
of Mexican culture or anything like that. <laughs> Marshalltown, Iowa is is full of Mexican people, actually. Okay, I would go there because they yeah. probably have good Mexican food. But... Yeah, no, they had great Mexican food in Marshalltown. It was fucking phenomenal. Cool. Okay, well then, Sands Marshalltown. <laughs> yeah, Iowa. everywhere else. Though. I was just about to boycott the whole state of Iowa. No offense, to anybody in Iowa, but I was about to boycott the whole state. <laughs> it's like, nope. nope. So, uh, Iowans, uh, tell us if you have a Mexican <laughs> restaurant in your area. Nebraskans, True. Nebraskans, tell us if you have a sushi restaurant in your area and what or it's 7-11. like. Or yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like, I just, I, I just assume because I grew up California, right? I grew up California and Hawaii and a little bit of Washington. 7-Eleven's got to be everywhere. I just anyway. realized I'm completely West Coast. My entire life has been on the West Coast. <laughs> like, this is the furthest I've ever lived east, and I'm five hours, you know, away from the ocean. This is the furthest I've ever lived. When I was a teenager, we could walk down to the beach. It was about eight blocks to go surfing. Where Same. we lived in, in Hawaii before coming here, it was, you know, the, the rectangular block, it was two of the short ones to the ocean. Like, we fell asleep listening to it. So, me being five hours now, this is the absolute furthest. So I'm over here like, no, everybody has it. And I'm like, no, I'm a spoiled little bitch. I have been <laughs> next to the ocean my whole life. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. For me, I lived 90% of my life landlocked. And right. then I moved from being landlocked to Hawaii. <laughs> to Hawaii, the exact opposite. Which there's yeah. no such thing as landlocked well, there's Hawaii. Like, you are there's... surrounded by ocean. <laughs> barely such a thing as land in Hawaii. <laughs> I think Oahu, if I looked it up, is like roughly, because it's an odd shape, but 35 by 45 miles. That's the entire island of Oahu. <laughs> so no matter what, and that's like from one end to the other. If you're in the middle, you're 15 miles away from the ocean at any point. Max. At the furthest. Max. Yeah. 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 Yeah, no, you, you yeah. can pretty much see, hear, or smell the ocean anywhere on that island, which mm, I, I love. love that. Yeah, I, I love, love that. Dude, nothing like a good oh. sea breeze. Oh. I, I fell in love. I still will not go in the ocean. Okay, I got you to go good a few call. times. She's, good she's, call. See, I lived in the ocean. Like my okay, yes, you know I do too. graffiti. Good my graffiti though. tag is H2O. <laughs> like I love water. I've always loved water. But then again, like I said, my dad was a surfer hippie. I, I there's old pictures of me being a kid in my tidy whities down at the water. You know, like playing in you know four years old playing in the ocean. Like I just grew up in the ocean. See, I've always I been have in the those ocean. pictures too. But instead of being at the ocean, I was at a lake. Yeah, but there's Loch Ness monsters at lakes. Lake they scare monsters. Me. Lake They're, monsters. Like lakes scare the shit out of me. Lakes seriously, Dude. lakes scare the shit out of me. Look, 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 look. You got leeches. You've got bull sharks. You got. I mean, I don't know about in your landlocked lakes, but in, in Florida, no our Florida lakes, you got yourself some bull sharks. You got yourself some nurse sharks. You got yourself all kinds of gators. Wait, are, you the, got, are the lakes what? saltwater lakes there? Yeah, they're brackish. Oh, okay, okay. That would scare the fuck out of me no, to be, see, I'm in be a bull water. shark. Because I know bull sharks. Bull sharks are scary. Yeah, I was all fresh, fresh water, 100% fresh water. There is no brackish water in Iowa. There are still leeches. Leeches. There is yeah. leeches. Leeches are scary. Yeah. And catfish. Fish, fish with teeth. Catfish. Fish with teeth. Yeah. And then dude. other monsters. Hey. Oh, yeah. Have you, guys, have you guys ever seen a northern pike? 
Yes. You want to talk about no. having some fish with Don't teeth? look it up. Don't Google it. Don't Google but, it. You don't want to see it. You don't want to see it. Do you want to have good dreams? Do not look at that fish. I won't Google <laughs> it, but listeners. <laughs> Dude, and then we have Gar up there. Um, like, some of the fish we have are pretty nasty and gnarly looking. So I did not know as a child that there were sharks that would swim in the channel. And I, my, my parents, um, when we lived on the Gulf Coast, my parents did, like, they would buy real estate and then uh, rent out, like, units for snowbirds and vacationers and such. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I lived a lot, like, right on the beach. I would, like, spend the night at, in, like, the vacant units and stuff like that and hang out there. And there is this one place called the Shell Haven that I I spent a lot, a lot of time in. It's literally on Treasure Island. <laughs> um, wait, wait, the Disney like, Treasure Island? Oh, you know, like, yeah, you know the place Treasure Island? Like uh-huh. that place where, like, a bunch of ships would go to try to find... Okay, whatever. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's where I basically lived. Okay. Was on Treasure Island. That's and great. There's this place, it's at the Shell Haven. There's, um, you look out the front yard and there's a beach. There's like right across the street is like the beach access parking lot and then the beach. You turn around and you look in the backyard and there's a dock that goes out to the channel. Okay. So like you are surrounded by water mm-hmm. everywhere. I would go and jump off the dock and swim in the channel. I have no idea what is living under the dock. I have no idea what's swimming around the channel. I have no clue. All I know is you stay away from boats and jet skis because they got big motors on them. Okay? Gotcha. That's what you do. I know that there are dolphins because sometimes you'd see their little fins come up, and that's mm-hmm. super cool. Mm-hmm. I did not know about any of the other things until I got older after I was, like, living in Gainesville for a little while. And then I learned about all these nasty, scary things. And then I would go back and visit. And then I'd be like, you know, I I would just not. Yeah. I would just just hang out on the sand and maybe get my legs wet a little bit. But I'm good. (laughs) I'm good. See, there's certain places that you just, you got to know. Like, in, in Hawaii, there's a spot that I used to go surf. And it it was, like, not a lot of people knew about it. It was mostly local, you know, and it was a great spot to surf. But you stayed in this certain area. It was a decent-sized area, but you stayed in that area. I had driven down maybe a mile and a half, two miles, just looking at, you know, different spots. And I had pulled over in this parking lot, and there was a fence, and then it was military on the other side of the fence. But you could paddle out and then over, right? Because you could, as long as you don't go up on the land, they don't shoot at you, you know, like you're, you're good. And I seen these two guys coming in, and I'd never been there before. So I was just like, hey, I see that wave over there, you know. And the guy was just like, don't go out. And I was just like, what's up? And he's like, we came in because it got too sharky. And I'm like, wait a minute, two shark? He's like, yeah, when there's like four or five, you're good. But it got to where you just saw them everywhere. And I was like, yeah, I bet I'm good, cool. And again, our spot, I've I've literally slapped sharks, you know, just been like, hey, stop it, because they'll bump your board, and then they take off. There's a tiger shark that everybody knows that's his beach, and when he cruises through, we get out of the water, and we're just like, this is your spot, homie. You cruise through all you want. He's an older shark. You know, he doesn't really mess with people, but you don't take that chance. But you don't go two two miles down. 
because it's just it's there's a shit ton of sharks that hang out in one area um and that's like their spot and we respect that look that's your spot bro my spot's on land you don't come to my house i'm not going to your house you know we're mm-hmm. good until i get yeah. an invitation and if i do then i know that they're setting me up to eat me so you know i'm like <laughs> you know like we you leave certain spots alone my dad used to take us in california to a spot called the ranch and it's amazing it's just the the way the coastline goes like it dips so there's all these peaks of like perfect surf surf spots all along you have to take a boat to them because it's like rural you know on the mountain coast and it's really really freaking cold like the water gets down into like the 40s like it's super cold but it's a great surf spot and i remember after one of the trips because we used to go there fairly often that uh my dad was like yeah a couple miles out there's a great white breeding ground and that was another point that i was like dad are you really trying to get rid of us like <laughs> is that what you're doing like first the mexico now the great whites like yeah just tell us you want us to leave you know what i mean like <laughs> a breeding ground oh it's so scary yeah. see look i okay so on the gulf there's what the con is it's not great for surfing they okay. don't have big waves okay which makes sense because mm-hmm. think about the size of the body of water, right? Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. The good things, though, uh, one is that it's like warm bath water because mm-hmm. it's a small body of water that's very shallow. So it gets a lot of sunlight for the amount of water, like right. the volume of water that it is, right? Mm-hmm. So it's so warm all the time. You could just like just lay there and just float in the yep. warmth, and it's amazing. The other, like, pretty cool thing about the Gulf is that since it's so shallow throughout the entire, pretty much the entire thing, um, you can walk and just keep walking and just keep walking and just keep walking and kind of forget how far you are from the shore. It's like hella dangerous. (laughs) Yeah. Well, because, like, even when it gets, like, I remember walking out there and then it would get, like, a little bit too deep for me to keep walking and I have to swim just like a little and then there would be another sandbar that would show up and then you could just hang out on the sandbar and you'd be like maybe a quarter mile away from the shore and you're still walking it's crazy I mean animals can still swim in that deep of water that's why to me like I love the ocean but I know that there's a certain distance away from the coast that I'm going to go because now I'm in their their territory, their house, their well, yeah, I, yeah. But dog, as a kid, I did not know that. Oh, yeah, different as a kid. Different, I'm I totally like, hear that. Yeah, I'm I like, I, I mean, okay, I did learn growing up. I did learn. Um, do you know the uh, the uh, the stingray shuffle? Where you pretty much drag your feet to to yes, yeah, yeah. Every Floridian knows this rule. Is whenever, especially on the Gulf Coast, but really in the Atlantic as well, you, when you are walking, you are scu- like su- mm. shuffling your feet because you don't want to step on a stingray. Right. They don't fuck around. No. Dog, they killed Steve Irwin. Yeah. They don't fuck around. Okay. No, they don't. They don't. They will go for your heart <laughs> if they can. <laughs> well, I learned that. I learned that when the hard way we used to do what we call dawn patrols. You get down to the beach before the sun came up, like 
30 minutes before the sun actually, you know, gave you that false dawn before it came up. Yeah. And we we had a pier, and the lights of the pier, you could surf within, like, 30 feet. You could see within, like, 30 feet. So we would paddle out when it was still dark, and you could see the waves coming in. And, and it was just, it was fun. You got down there before everybody else did, so you actually got to ride waves. It was, it, uh, the beach would get crowded. So you'd, instead of, like, we'd have 10 guys out you know, at that time of the morning compared to like a hundred guys out. So we'd actually get to catch waves, but I was, I was walking out and it was still dark and I did, it wasn't a stingray, but a sand shark, which is the same body shape. Mm -hmm. But I, I was doing the walk big step and I stepped on one and I got out of the water. I was like, no, I'm good. Like I just (laughs) stepped on a a fishy thing that wasn't a little fishy. It was a big fishy (laughs) thing. Like it's dark. And I stepped on a big fishy thing. I'm getting the fuck out of here. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> and I just well, I wait till the sun was just coming up to where I could see, and, yeah. and the water was clear. And they like to sleep towards the the shore. So that's when I was looking, and there was like 10, 15 of them just sleeping right there. And they're not like they're not really going to hurt you, but they're sand sharks. And just the name shark, even though they're shaped like a stingray, they didn't have the stinger. At least I don't think they did. I still don't want to step on them. And mm-hmm. so that's when I learned, like, I make a lot of noise. I drag my feet. I fling a little bit of sand and yep. you know, they'll take off and get out of the way. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it is really cool to be like walking around on the, on the, you know, around the shore and a whole little pod of stingrays comes flying through and you, you know, you stop moving, you just stand for a minute, you enjoy them, mm-hmm. they enjoy you, they mm-hmm. swim on by, and then you keep shuffling. Yep. And that's like a magical moment. I've had those. They're gorgeous. It is. But you also, like, you don't fuck around with them. Well, they're, you know? they're cute when they're swimming nature. by. Yeah, they're cute when they're going by, but they know how to defend themselves. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they will mess you up. All of us cuties know how to defend ourselves. <laughs> I remember going down really early um, State Beach in in, in Long Beach, down by Seal Beach and everything, and we had gone out super early, and it was cold, and I was sitting up on the beach, and my brother and my dad and his friend had pedaled out, and I see my brother all of a sudden turn around and just start scrambling, right? And I'm like, and, and my dad, you know, sort of turns, and he's watching them, and my brother takes off on this wave, and he just gets on his knees. He doesn't even stand up. He's just going straight, and it was honestly the most beautiful magical thing the wave came up the sun was you know bright early in the morning so it was going through the wave and he's going straight down and there's two dolphins on one side and one on the other like surfing next to him but he's freaking out because all he saw was the fins so he's thinking there's a group of sharks coming towards him and he's like i'm out of here Oh no! <laughs> like he's gone, and well, they're porpoises, but still, they're just like cruising right, right, next right. to him, you know, on the on the wave, and he rode it straight all the way up onto the sand and just like running from the ocean. But, oh my gosh, dude! I don't care though. Like a fin pops up, if you don't know which fin it is, it's it's unnerving. It's a little unnerving. Well, but sharks show their fins differently. I think like sharks will like poop like like kind of puff it up out of the water and then kind of like go like around and maybe go back down. Whereas like dolphins are just like very much that like circular motion. Yeah. Which while I hear you still <laughs> you're in the water and all of a sudden you're like, Oh, a fin. Fuck. I'm dead. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, let yeah. Me, let me, hey, hey, I love you, mom. I <laughs> you love like, you. Yeah. <laughs> I'll see you guys uh, whenever. In case I don't make it back to shore. (laughs) 
but I do have to say, like Hawaiians are built different in that sense. There was um, after the after the the big tsunami that hit Japan, so like a whole bunch of shit happened. It changed the ocean a lot, and right. we had um, that. What was it that? was it winter winter or spring we had more shark attacks in hawaii than we had had in forever because it was pushing a lot of things south the, the what happened up there um but two different times it happened and it was to me it was crazy like i was reading it in the in the paper or in the you know online but in the 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 um honolulu times is it honolulu times anyway their newspaper but on um Kauai and on oahu at different dates but a shark came up and grabbed a guy that was surfing, grabbed him by his leg, right? Because it, you know, it goes for what it can. Yeah. But the the the, the dude, the dude in Kauai was training for MMA, like that's because it's big there. So it said he just grabbed the shark and started punching it in the eye. So he's the shark's got a hold of him, and he's like, "Fuck it, I'm not dying." And just starts beating the hell out of the shark. The sharks are very sensitive, so it actually like it tore him up. But it didn't kill him. It let go because it was just like, no, thank you. And like, dude got out of the water and got to the hospital and he got a lot of stitches, but he was fine. He got um, to keep his leg? Yeah. 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 Oh. Because he beat the fuck out of the shark. And then the spot that I surfed a lot, I hadn't surfed there in like a month or two. And I came back and was talking to the lifeguards and they're like, yeah, dude, you missed it. Same thing. It didn't grab his leg. It grabbed him somewhere else. But the dude did this. It was a different person. Just started beating the hell out of the shark. And the shark did the same thing. It was like, no. And that's one of the ways that I learned is sharks don't like to be hit. No matter yeah. how, you know, you don't think you're strong enough. They just don't like being hit. Because, like, I would right. have a white tip, like, bump my board. And you'd see them. You're like, okay, that's a shark. I'd watch them because the water was really clear often. I'd watch them come back around. And I'd wait for them and just slap them right on, like, on the 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 nose you know the snout area and they turn off and they take away they they don't like they don't like getting hit and once i learned that i was like i feel more comfortable not with like a bull shark or a leopard cuz they'll just eat you um <laughs> but like white tip sharks yeah. and those sort of things i think i would have i think i would have a better chance at doing something like that and like scaring off an animal on land than i would in the water <laughs> cuz like I, you know, I used to be a creature of the water. That used mm -hmm. to be, like, my preferred place. Mm -hmm. Like, on the beach or, like, off the dock my entire childhood. Mm -hmm. And then I lived in Gainesville for a while. And the only, like, w bodies of water that we had were, like, swamps. Or, like, yeah, like, swamps in prairie lands and stuff like that for a good hour, hour and a half drive in any direction. So and that's, that's not that's not fun for me because it's just like the danger part without the like warm water part without like the fun like sand castle part like all the all good the, things are gone all the good things are gone but all the dangerous critters are still there if not you know multiplied <laughs> so yeah see I'm, I'm good i'm good i'm good so now i'm like you know i could probably like I mean, I hope I never have to, but I could probably take on, like, a bobcat or, like, some sort of big, like, land critter. Now, if it's, like, a straight-up mountain lion or, like, a puma, yeah, I would probably be done for unless yeah. I'm strategic about it. Have right. you seen the right, size right. of their paws? Right? Dude, no, it's the one slap to the head and you're good. Like, We're done. Yeah. But, like, if they're, you know, like a, like, um... I don't know. I've I've had possums come through 
And what? Oh my God! One possums time, possums are little aggressive shit. Yeah. Okay, so I really like possums. They're kind of cuties. Like mm-hmm. they're like they're like weird little trash cuties, you know. Yes. And um, <laughs> but I had to scare away a possum one time. I uh, living in Florida. We had pet peacocks. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so they were like a few months old. So mm-hmm. uh, we had them outside at that point. And we had like this makeshift sort of cage thing while we were making, building their like big coop and run and all. So they were like staying in this little cage. And I was in maybe fifth grade and I was doing some homework and I was like alone by myself. And this, this was like a little new to me. My mom was at Walmart, right? And I remember hearing like rustling going on in the cage outside the window. And I look out the window and there is a little possum, like teenage age possum, who like next to my little peacocks, my little baby peacocks. And I'm like, no, no, you're not going to be, you're not going to be dinner tonight. They eat chickens and they were like the size of a chicken. So. They were young peacocks at the time, you know. Um, so I call my mom. I'm like, Mom, there's a possum inside the peacock cage. W- what do I do? And she's like, okay, you're going to grab a flashlight and you start flashing at it. And you start, you're going to bark. You're going to start barking as loud as you can. I'm like, okay, got it. And so I did it. I started flashing it and barking. My mom said, I'll stay on the phone with you until I get home. And she, like, immediately left Walmart. She didn't even check out. She just left all her stuff, drove home, and uh, and she's like, okay, I'm going to go around the back. And so she, instead of going inside, she goes around the back. She started barking. Bah, 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 bah. Mm-hmm. And this, I kept this possum from eating the little peacock. Let's go. Let's go. And then Mama Bear comes in. The big dog comes in <laughs> and scares the thing right out of the backyard. That's awesome. That is the moment where I realized, oh, I can be scary. I can yeah. appear scary if I need yeah. to. And I have absolutely since been like, okay, whatever's out there is not going to fuck with my home, is not going to mm-hmm. fuck with my pets, is not going to fuck with my family. And I'm not afraid to make it look like I'm a fucking gun-toting, no yeah. trespassing on my land kind <laughs> of thing. Get alone. Yeah, I am not afraid to present that way if it means that I can scare some bitches away. See, even if them bitches are possum. Right. Hey, look. <laughs> <laughs> Most animals go by size and sound. So they don't know if you're you're gentle or sweeter. If you sound mean as fuck and you're bigger than they are, they're like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Because oh, yeah. in, in the wild, if they go up against a bear, the bear's going to kill them. You know, like yep. they, they know that if there's a larger, if there's a, a wolf or a, a, a mountain lion and they're a possum, they got to run the fuck out of there. Yep. Except for honey badgers. Honey badgers don't give a shit. Yeah, but they don't live in North America. So we're aren't good. They, aren't the, the badgers like like um, Alaska and, and aren't there badgers up there? Alaska and Canada. Yeah, but not honey badgers. Honey badgers are where there's cobras. Honey badgers are in the savannah. Isn't that in California by the Death Valley? I'm just kidding. Buddy. I'm just kidding. There are no deserts in California. <laughs> <laughs> and 
And now we've come full circle back to trigonometry. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I do have a question, though, that I've been wanting to ask you. We've been having fun hanging out, which I okay. love. Thank you. This is awesome. Um, so when I met you, you were doing streaming. I was doing streaming. Weird stream buddies. Everybody streams. But you sort of backed off, and you're just like, hey, I'm, I'm living my best life. You know, I'm doing my I thing. Am. I um, am. Is that something that you plan on doing again? Or are you just going to, you know, willy-nilly and see what happens? I definitely do want to get back to streaming. Um, I So I took a step back because at the time, I, on the same day, I uh, dislocated my shoulder and broke up with my boyfriend of... To over two years who I was living with and like planning a future with mm -hmm. um, that had ended that same day. So it's I was not a good combo that uh, yeah, you know what's funny is that the the shoulder dislocation happened first. <laughs> like you would I think it would laugh, be the other way like, around. Right. <laughs> right? But no, it was, well, because the shoulder dislocation happened first. I was sitting in the emergency room for four hours with a dislocated shoulder. Like, they didn't just, like, fix it. They just left me to sit. And um, after, like, three hours, they're like, hey, do you want some opioid painkillers? And I was like, I mean, I want painkillers. Could you just, like, toss me some extra strength? I can <laughs> <laughs> And they're like, okay, is there any reason you don't want the fucking whatever it is, like right. this opiate? And I'm like, look, I've seen too many people's lives ruined. I live in Florida. I've seen too many people's lives ruined for opiates. You're giving me the Tylenol or nothing. And they're like, understood. Took a right. step back. Right. Understood. That's fine. Um, so after like four hours of maybe of like excruciating pain and right. what two ibuprofen i was straight up i was looking up on my phone with this shoulder out of place i'm looking up how to relocate your own shoulder right like i'm but tired of waiting i'm gonna do it my fucking self it wasn't like a simple dislocation it had like popped back up on the other side of the collarbone i'm so sorry i should have tw'd this no We're you're, good. About you're good stuff. you're good but um so it was like 9 p.m. I got into the room. Finally, I got my shoulder relocated literally seconds before I got my shoulder relocated. They're like doing the countdown and I hear a knock at, at my door and it was my boyfriend. Mm -hmm. He had just gotten off of work at like 830. He saw my text messages and then immediately drove to the emergency room, mm -hmm. which is amazing. That's fantastic. Yeah. But... It showed that there were some issues in our relationship where, like, I have to be sitting in an emergency room by myself for four hours and just kind of hope that he shows up to be there with me. And that sort of, like, long period of pain really mm -hmm. helped me sort of reflect on gotcha. my needs in a relationship. Okay. And now while that was just like, oh, well, that was like, his work was in the way, you know, and you can't really blame him for that. And it's like, yeah, you're right. But the work is in the way was kind of like a very common thing. And okay. so I'm like, you know what? I think this might not be working. And he was in the exact same place. And he's like, you know, I think you're right. And so we split. 
okay when when it becomes that and not easy but like I don't think you know. I think you're right. You know that that it was on that fine line, and both time. of you were there. Like yeah. it wasn't just yeah. like one of you and the other one was destroyed, but it was like it was definitely yeah, you're right. mutual. It was definitely mutual. It wasn't like oh, I broke up with him or he broke up with me. It was like yeah, yeah. we both agreed that we were kind of drifting in different directions and wanted different things, and mm-hmm. both of us had to kind of work on our own lives and do like a self check. You know, I understand it completely. So after breaking up, I realized, oh, hey, um, my living in Florida is not good for my quality of life, personally. That's not a place for me to thrive. It is for some people. And for those people, I hope you have a wonderful time living in Florida. I hope that your life is beautiful there. Um, And I hope that you would like the same for me elsewhere, not in Florida. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and, uh, so basically I, I backed off of streaming because first of all, I was not in the right place mentally. Understand. And second of all, all of my time became moving out of Florida. And also understand. Yeah. Um, which is not only time consuming, but money consuming. And I don't know if y'all know this, but Twitch does not pay a whole lot, especially in the beginning years. Well, I was going to say, Twitch actually <laughs> pays you zero. <laughs> it is yeah, not like you get a salary yeah. commission. It is nope. 100%. I, I tell people it's digital busking. You know, like the people that play guitar on the street it, with it, their hat out, it's it digital busking. It absolutely is. It absolutely And, you know, it feels weird because, like, I really enjoy streaming, and I wish mm-hmm. I could make it, a, like, a full-time job, like, a professional thing. But I really don't like asking people for money while I'm doing my, like, entertainment stuff. I don't like being like, and uh, if you like what you're watching, subscribe. Give me money because I don't have another way to get it on this (laughs) platform. And I'm putting a lot of time and effort into this. So, (laughs) yeah, that takes an interesting bit of tact. Um. It's sometimes tough. I mean, because this is what I do full time. Um, And I've I've gotten to where I mostly don't have to say that. But there are times where it's just like, hey, just so you guys know, I do have a donation goal of this. It is weird. But because I've hit the point where I'm like, well, this is my job and this is what I chose to do. I either do it or I don't eat. You know what I mean? It becomes that. And and I understand not everybody, like, it's not the easiest thing to do, like, to ask that. And not saying, you know, you're too much of a wimp, but sometimes it's like, I don't want to fucking do that. You know, like I'd rather work at Target than, you know, have to do that, which is totally understandable. Um, It it is difficult, at least for me, to ask people for shit. Um, And it's super funny because, like, understanding what you're saying, like, we just had issues with our car. And I talked about it. And people were like, why don't you put up a donation goal? I'm like, I'll, I'll take care of it. I don't need to ask. Like, I'm not going to ask you guys to fix my car for me. You know, like, <laughs> and then, and then I have, and then I have star over here going, you better fucking ask him so we can get our car fixed. I'm like, ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and the funny thing is, as soon as we put it out there, like, dude, uh, somebody that randomly had rolled the exact same make and model of our car was just like, I'm turning it into a tank for shits and giggles because he's a welder, but any part you need, I'll just strip it off my car and send it to you. So we're getting <laughs> these packages of the car parts we need from his vehicle, and I'm like, oh my God. holy crap, okay, you know, just like. <laughs> That's so, so cool. 
so it's like that random like the communities are amazing but it's really hard especially for me to ask people for anything like no but then I, again we're digital buskers this is what we do yeah. we're you know we ask hey you throw money in my face while i do this i want to know what star was about to yell at me for <laughs> yeah you made me yawn oh. did i <laughs> Am I that? Am I just that boring? Is that what it was? No, you yawned, and I looked at you, and then I had to yawn. See, she was that invested in what you're doing. She's like, "Oh God." (gasps) (laughs) I am. I am a sleepy gal. I do. I do the sleeps. Okay, so then you decided, "Hey, I'm getting the fuck out of Florida." Yes. And I'm gonna. I'm gonna travel all the way across the damn United States to the other corner. To the opposite corner, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, as far as the 48 contiguous states go. Mm-hmm. Right. right, right. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, well, I had family out here. Both of my sisters were living in Eugene at the time. Uh, Eugene, Oregon. Mm-hmm. So I, I figured, like, you know, I love the culture of Eugene. I love the culture of Oregon. I love the, the legality of things in mm-hmm. Oregon mm-hmm. that <laughs> were not legal in Florida. Yeah, we support um, the shit out of that here, so. Yes, much um and and having family out here makes it a lot easier to land you know i i actually ended up i'm now rooming with my one of my older sisters we're now roommates it's fantastic um so basically uh i realized i had i (laughs) sorry we're over here talking about legalizing weed and she's over there coughing because she just took a hit. While <laughs> she's like, yeah, cheers to that. Smoke them if you got them. That's what's up. <laughs> Again, it's legal here. I advocate like crazy because I think it's amazing, not just for yeah. people to do it for fun, but for medicinal purposes. So sure. it's, it's sure. something that I'm super glad that these states have legalized. Um, I feel the exact same way. Yeah. Totally. yeah some some but, people do the, it's a drug. And I'm like, yeah, it's really good uh-huh. for you. Yeah, there are lots of other drugs that you're fine with. So, right. <laughs> for my case, it's a PTSD thing. Like, this literally takes every bit of my social anxiety for this situation in particular right. from, like, out of this room through the ceiling down to, okay, this is manageable and <laughs> I can actually function and have a conversation with people. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I. I think it's it's really important um and and I also use it for I have narcolepsy um and it can really help with managing that it can help with like awesome. going to sleep as well cuz un unbeknownst to most going to sleep is just as hard as staying awake with narcolepsy i found that out from somebody else that i know that has narcolepsy and i was just like oh okay like i sort of jokingly was like so i guess falling asleep is really like no that's just as fucking hard and i was like oh god i had no idea yeah well because basically i mean i'm gonna i'm gonna go on a little tangent here about about narcolepsy because it's basically ruled over my life for the last uh decade almost (laughs) um yeah, it pretty much like uh, ruined a full year plus of high school, and then uh, it really took over my freshman year of high school, and then kind of has been setting the rules on what I can and can't do for the last decade or so. <laughs> um, I bet, yeah, 
but it is definitely like um basically what happens is like you just don't have a circadian rhythm you get tired either when you've just run out of energy or uh when you are put in a position where your body thinks oh well that looks like nighttime it's time for you to be tired now so like i can't watch a whole movie because that requires sitting in a dark room and not talking for a while good night exactly (laughs) exactly got it got it um (laughs) and uh or like i can't i can't like drive for very long periods of time like on the highway like i get like highway hypnosis so easily because i'm not like I'm not looking at any anything stimulating. It's like kind of the same thing. Mm-hmm. And then my brain is like, oh, okay, that's like we're we're not doing anything important, so we're just gonna go into sleep mode. Which right? isn't good <laughs> while you're flying at anywhere from sixty to eighty miles an hour down the highway. Oh, I learned that one the hard way. Oof. I almost died. Oh jeez. Yep. But uh, thanks to the car that I had that was built to protect. <laughs> so you were driving a tank. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Well, a Dodge Journey, but it's basically the same thing. Okay. 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 Hey, as long as you're alive, that's what's. That's important. what's up. Yes. That's what's up. That's what's up. Okay, so now you're you're in Oregon with so, your sister. Yes. So I I move out of Florida. I spend like I I I the shoulder and breakup day was like early december of 2020 right Mm -hmm. and i stopped streaming maybe early Mm mid-december of that that same year and then decided to move around the holiday christmas time so that was that kind of set me on the track of leaving um and i was originally supposed to leave february 5th of 2021 which turned into all the way to March 15th, Ooh. which, like, adding an extra month and a half to that was so hard. Like, right. the, those months were probably the most depressed I've been in my entire life. And I've had some bad bouts, and that but, was some of the worst. <laughs> weren't you still in the same house with the, you guys were now roommates? I was, actually, for a few weeks. Because we were like we were still you know keeping up with each other while this was going on and and yeah. I remember like you sort of disappeared but I understood why you disappeared like when you did yeah. I was like oh I get it like I totally yeah. get it you know like you're dealing with some shit right now you know and- oh yeah so like we didn't have a a like way to physically part immediately mm-hmm. so we were not only living in the same house. But we were still sleeping in the same bed. Do you know how painful it is to That's like just awful. get out of a relationship yesterday and then you wake up in the middle of the night because you don't have a circadian rhythm and then you see this man who you've loved for the last couple of years just like sleeping soundly next to you and you're like, well, there goes that. Like that was so painful. I every bet. single night, every day. It was so hard. It was so hard. <laughs> yeah, that that see, I, I understand somewhat because my my ex, um, we we actually had when you say that you guys sat down and we're just like, yeah, this isn't working. I understand that because I remember sitting with her on the L shaped couch and 
I was like, you know, we get along as friends. We co-parent pretty well, but we do not work together in a relationship. We do not work together being, you know, in, in, in a, a couple setting. And she was like, I totally agree. I just didn't know how to say it to you. And I'm like, yeah. no, it's it's been obvious. That's why we're both thinking it. Yeah. And the, the only difference between your situation is that there was a, a separate room. Like we stayed roommates for another like three, two, three months, but mm-hmm. in separate rooms, you know, like absolutely yeah. maybe it was even a little bit longer than that completely separate rooms but it was it's weird it's freaking weird when you know you just ended a relationship with somebody and then you walk in and bump into them while you're doing the dishes and they're cooking you know what i mean like it's like yeah like you can't get away you can't like figure yourself out in that space Mm -hmm. and um and so then he moved he moved out he moved back in with his dad um and (laughs) what was kind of funny was like I was figuring out how to, like, pack everything up, you know, leave Florida, all that. In the meantime, I got a text from an ex-boyfriend, and uh, he was like, I'm moving to Utah. And I'm like, oh, word? Oh, word? One of the reasons why we hadn't moved out of Florida yet was because he had, like, he thought like oh I have some goals at my workplace that I like need to do before I can leave and like all that stuff because he was like working with um working at a like an old folks home Mm, so it was like it wasn't like yeah I'm working at a fucking (laughs) quit. like these are old people who rely on me for food so um yeah, but after we broke up, he also did some self-assessing and was like, no, I do need to leave Florida. So he actually moved out of the state before I did. Oh, he was already oh, he was already in Utah by like mid-February. And I'm like, yeah, that's that's cool. No, that's that's totally fine. Yeah, Thanks, yeah, yeah. Bro. Thanks, Thanks bro. Thanks, uh, <laughs> bro. But it worked out for the best. He's doing great. He's learning good. a lot about himself. I'm learning about myself, and mm-hmm. um, we both needed that. We actually, like you were saying, like um, you kind of had like this. You like had to sort of like reconvene with your significant other at the time, and we're like we really work as friends, all that. I like we had those sort of little like meetups, like every mm-hmm. kind of every, like couple months, and we'd be like, let's just check in. Do you have any issues with this relationship? Are there any problems that maybe you've been building up? Like, let's air our grievances if there are any. And, you know, usually it was like, no, shit's like, we're setting sail. This is great. We're good. Gang, gang. Like, sometimes it's like, uh, you know, I really don't like it when you do this thing. Um, But, like, I've been (laughs) dealing with it. But since you asked, you know, and then that's, like, a nice healthy way to, like, be in a prepared space to take criticism Yes, in like which a positive way. Which is very important. And it also opens up this availability to hear like, I think we're better as friends than we are as romantic partners. Mm-hmm. Whereas without that, like, like your SO at the time said, like, yeah, I've been wanting to say something, but like, I didn't really have the opportunity to say it. Like, well, making yep. those little meetups gives you that opportunity, you know? 
I highly suggest it for anybody in a relationship or in a roommate ship. Having little house meetings and being like, is there any any issues you got? I do yeah. that every, once a week, every week with my sister. It keeps things from building up, which usually ends up blowing up. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so if you if you let it build up and build up and build up, and that's that's one thing. <laughs> Star will look at me, be like, "You still love me?" And I'm like, "Yeah, we're good. Yeah, <laughs> okay, <laughs> good, good." You know, and like just checking, like, "Hey, has it changed?" No, cool. Like, do you, you know? know how many couples, especially like long time married couples, just don't love each other, but they're just still there because yeah. it's like it's the status quo. It's easy. I don't want to like change shit up, and it's like. Yep. Yeah, but you might have to because you might not love the person anymore. And that was the big thing. Like, my my ex that I split up with, we were together for 14 years. Like, it wasn't like a, you know, hey, we just got together the other week. Like, we were together for a long Dog, time. Dog, you had, you said you had kids together, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Like, that's like, it, not. a hot minute, you know? So, it wasn't, yeah. like, it wasn't <laughs> like a, you know what? I didn't like how you cook pancakes. You know, I'm breaking up with your ass. It was nothing right. like that. It just, it was. Let's be mature and realize that we make great roommates. That's yeah. where we draw the line. You yeah. know, like this is cool. You pay your half the bills, I pay my half, leave me alone. You know, like we don't get along outside of that in a way that a couple would get along. Right. Um, you know, it's just that's just not the thing. And it, mm-hmm. I think that is just speaking relationship wise, like checking in is is a good idea. You know, there's there's times that I'll stop star and just be like, Hey, do I do stuff that pisses you off? Like, have I hurt your feelings? Do I do stuff that's mean that I didn't realize I did? And I'm not doing it to start a fight. I'm doing it because I genuinely want the relationship to work. So if I know that I'm fucking it up at the beginning, I can change, you know, the things that I'm doing to go, oh, cool. I'm going to stop hurting your feelings, you know, and and work towards making this a long-term thing. Which is, you know, uh, and now I'm looking over, like, am I I pissing you off? Did I make you mad? Cool. What do you even think? (laughs) But it's but it's I mean it's a great thing to check in though because sometimes people don't say it. And if you're like, hey, you know, the people like, damn, I've been waiting for this moment my whole life. Hey, yeah, so this, this, and this. And if the other person is open and willing to make changes and learn, and both of you are willing to make changes and and sacrifices for each other and and not sacrificing like who you are but going okay i'm going to learn to adapt to you you're going to learn to adapt to me in ways that we find agreeable you know it'll work out because the reality is is you might be like this is the perfect person but nobody is that per you know like they're not going to do every single thing that you think they should do people do what they're going to do and there may be toe stepped on there might not be you know like it's it's just a matter of learning to accept the person for who they are. And if you can, then that's when you know, okay, we'll do better as friends. You know, yeah. Like- I actually, um, one of the, like, the best, like, success stories of something like that, you're talking about, like, you know, you don't have to sacrifice who you are, but you can, like, kind of learn how to, like, work around things mm-hmm. for the benefit of both of you, right? Yeah. So my sister has um, her partner, Kyle lives down in the bay in the san francisco area right okay um and they will be moving in together um at this summer but okay. uh right now it's kind of a more distance thing now my sister has uh misophonia which is basically like there are some sounds that will 
great at her so hard that she will want to wring your neck. Yeah, and like they're very specific sounds. Now, Kyle, the the significant other, uh, he makes a few of those sounds. Like, mm-hmm. like for for my sister, it's specifically. I'm not gonna do the sounds because I don't want to like set Understood. anybody else off. But like those kinds of like exhaustive sighs, like okay. that kind of okay. sound, makes sense. Is, yeah, is one of them for sure. And so, um, they talked about it. Because after after my <clears throat> sister went to go visit in the bay, realized, oh, this could be a problem. Because they really, they drive so well in every other way. Mm-hmm. And um, this is where being accepting of criticism is so important. Because yes. she, like, Natalie, uh, she, like, brought it up with Kyle. Mm-hmm. And was really worried about it because, like, she's had to end relationships before because of this. Had to end, like, friendships and just kind of distance herself from people before. It's understandable, though. Myself, too. I've had to do that, too. And so, like, she was really worried because she's like, everything's been working great. And I don't want, like, my miso to, like, make everything fall apart. This guy... This guy is fucking golden. You know what he did? He went to his work the next day and he told his coworkers, hey guys, um, I have come to the realization that I make certain sounds that my significant other just hates. So can you guys tell me if like if or when I make this sound so I can check myself and learn how to just not make those sounds. I just want to give a big ups to Kyle right now. I, I don't I, know you. I fucking love you, dude. He like really absolutely big ups to Kyle. Cause like there are a lot of people who almost everybody who will take that personally because it is kind of personal. Lo- like it's like, oh, those are like yeah. the sounds that you make. Like I understand how you could take that personally, but ultimately it's like it's not you that I'm bothered by. You know, I'm bothered yeah. by this like weird little thing that happens when you say this certain oh, I know. <laughs> or, like, this kind of coughing sound or whatever. Like, <clears throat> it's not you that I dislike, though. There's a way around this, you know, and Kyle understood that and he took it on. And I personally have never met somebody who really took it that seriously and worked so hard started that i don't i don't know which way she is i deal with the same thing as your sister different (laughs) sounds but i've never met i've never been with anybody that actually gave a crap about it it would get to the point that in certain certain situations i would put headphones in knowing that it was going to happen because i i like i don't want to fucking hear this it's going to make me like want to punch a baby you know what i mean like which i would never do but it just drives me like instant anger crazy and, yeah. and she's just like oh, okay cool we'll do this and then people that don't know but people that we interact with like i i game with people right so i have headphones on right and one of the things is chewing when somebody's sitting there chewing like i i without even thinking about it just like snatch my headphones off my head and just been <laughs> like and she's like what's going on i'm like i'm sorry i just i just couldn't fucking do it like i will pay for an extra pair of headphones i just couldn't have that near my head She's mm-hmm. gone to them and been like, hey, would you do me a favor and just not do that while you guys are gaming? 
for me. And I'm just like, that's really fucking sweet because you don't have to. But she would go, you know, and do that. And like when we have dinner or we have lunch or whatever, like she's totally fine if I'm like, can I turn on the TV? It's not that I have to watch TV. Is that the sound that drowns out the sound of something as simple as chewing, which shouldn't be a big deal, yeah. but for some reason it sets me off. She's fine with us eating with music or the TV going every time we eat. And it's not that I don't want to talk to her because we still talk, but it's just because it takes away that sound. Yeah, um, totally. If we're in a like, silent car and someone starts chewing bubblegum, I'll get out of the car. Oh and my I, will, God. I will get the fuck out of the car. Like, nope. Non-negotiable. I feel like... <laughs> You know, I've, I've actually, my my sister and I have done this before because both of us have it, and it's a lot, like, there are, like, a lot of mouth sounds that both mm. of us hate, like the, the up-chew. You know the up-chew, right? That sound? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's, that smack. I'm not going to do it, but I know exactly. You know the one I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, so the up-chew is one of my worst, my worst, and so... Um, if we're like, you know, eating dinner around the same time, we'll have dinner together and one of us is bound to like be ready to eat before the other. And then the other will be like, can you just like hold on for just a sec? And then like grabs like the computer nearby to like put something on or like <laughs> grabs a speaker and put on some music in the background, something. Yeah. And yeah. the other one is completely understandable. Yeah, no, no yeah. worries. I will not chew. I will not put anything in my mouth. We'll, we'll just wait. I've stopped at commercials <laughs> or in between songs chewing by myself. Me like if too. I'm like music's going, I'll be like the song ends and I just go. And then you just stop and then keep going. Mid bite <laughs> with food in your mouth, like partially chewed. Just you will just wait a few seconds. Yeah, I've done that. I've done that. I totally understand. You're not crazy. It's it's, it's something <laughs> that like I used to feel bad. Because I'm like, I shouldn't control what anybody else is doing. I'm a big fan and everybody has their own free will. I'm not controlling you. Yeah. Like, I am not a controlling person to the sense, like, you can't, you can't, you can't. But there's, like, I found that I would eat away from my family. And yeah. that became, like, why is dad always over here? You know, I have kids. Like, why, you know, won't you eat with us? And I'm, like, put on TV. Well, why are we watching TV like my ex? You know, why are we watching TV when we're eating? It's You know, and I'm, like, just please do it. Just, we don't have to like, watch it. You can turn the TV yeah. towards the wall. I don't give a shit. I just yeah. need the sound. Yeah, totally, totally. You know what? Um, Actually, my sister has, I wonder uh i don't see a pair around but she has um these like things that like they go around and they're called bone conduction headphones I know what and they are, so yes. like you can hear everything around you but like you can hear the sounds too and like and i've tried them on and i really like them but mm -hmm. i just don't like with a lot of hair it's a problem but i know pachi you don't have that problem with a lot of hair I don't have none. So, okay. well, you know, it's just, well, it's just not, my, it's on my chin. Okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not putting my headphones on my chin. <laughs> but um, I thought, well, I was like, I okay, mean, that's silliness, but it actually does help a lot. You didn't, you didn't go bald, honey. It's just all of the hair on the top of your head migrated to your chin. Yeah, it took a trip and it never went back. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a whole bunch of rabbits running backwards in a line, you know, or receding hairline, and it just it went to. 
it all just went to my chin and my face. I get it. Yeah, I'm fine yeah, with yeah. That, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's how you know, it it's, it's out here. Really funny, like you you talking about that because I didn't even know what the name of that was. Like I've dealt with this since I was a, a kid, right? Yeah. Like you know, I like people chewing when I'm eight years old, and I'm like, I want to punch my dad, you know. He's just eating. He's, he doesn't eat with his mouth open. Like my whole family, the rule is don't eat with your mouth open. Mm-hmm. He didn't eat with his mouth open. But the simple fact that I could hear, and again, we talked about it earlier. My dad is the greatest person to ever walk the face of this earth. And I would get mad at eight years old, my dad yeah. eating chips. Like I I never realized that there was a thing. I just thought I had an issue. Star is actually the one that looked it up and said, you have this. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about because I, you know, never, I just thought I have... It's it's an issue. It's a you know I'm a psychology person, so I'm like I can change it. No, you fucking can't. Like I have tried so many different things to get me used to people eating. I even would go to ASMR like streams and stuff and put them on to see if I could change like get okay. used to it. And I would maybe last five minutes. And if there was a red button to nuke the planet, I would have hit it after those five <laughs> minutes. Like okay, so listen. Listen, here's something really cool about misophonia. So for anybody who may be like really resonating with what we're talking about, mm-hmm. you just might have misophonia, M-I-S-O-P-H-O-N-I-A, misophonia, okay? Um, now, Pachi and I are both very like pacifist, peaceful, loving, kind people, would yeah. never want to hurt anybody. But if we hear the wrong kind of sound, particularly chewing <laughs> sounds or mouth sounds, nuking the world, we will nuke the world. <laughs> we will nuke the damn world. And you know what? You know what's so interesting about misophonia is that unlike a lot of other, <laughs> like um, when people have when people have bad habits or something like that, um, they try to expose themselves to it. Mm-hmm. to try to train it out of them unlike that me, with misophonia that makes it worse and the way to help a misophonia is to stay away from the trigger sounds so going to an asmr stream where you oh, hear a lot of that it it's probably last. the worst yeah. thing you can do oh, God, then it it'll like... set you off and for the rest of the night you're gonna be like nobody talk to me because it'll mean moving your mouth and that's gonna fucking that's gonna fuck with my head yeah like it, it was seriously just like i was i was in a very bad mental state for no reason like most people that know me know that i pride myself on being happy i wake up in the morning and before i get out of bed i go i'm gonna have a good day i say it to myself because i want to not because i have to not because i want to have a good day why wouldn't i i want to have a good day yeah I literally get angry. I am not an angry person. I literally get angry. And I've learned to not open my mouth and lash out, but I will remove myself. If yep. there is a dinner table and there are people eating, I will get the fuck up and leave. And it'll, it'll be awkward. And while that is responsible, it's also like isolating. It's like not, yeah. it's not yeah. fun. It's no. it's necessary sometimes, but it's not fun. Oh, yeah. Like it's, you know, but, but, um, uh, my sister actually put it in a really interesting way. She said it's similar to like lightly scratching on your skin in the same spot. Mm, If you're just lightly scratching Mm. for like a little bit and it's never been scratched there before, it's like not really a big deal. But if that's one of your sensitive spots, 
just like one time, one light scratch could completely open up a wound, you know? And then mm -hmm. you're like, and then you're bleeding. And then what? What, you keep scratching? Like, what are you going to do? That's Exposure is not going to help at that point. You know what I mean? Again, I was just experimenting <laughs> to try and, like, see if I could, like, get past you. Know, like, I know, if I, I can make myself, I can do anything. And that was one, like, I do that. I can change a lot about myself. That was one thing that I was, like, I I couldn't, and, and I was actually pissed because I was like, I want to change this. I want to. I'm a, yeah. I'm a very stubborn person when it comes to if I feel I need to change something, I'm going to fucking change it. And mm -hmm. if I can't, I get like, why the fuck can't I? Because I should be able to, you know, like, I'm a very determined person. I've just learned to accept this. This is mm -hmm. one thing that I'm like, look, if I if I can't change it by going to ASMR, I can't change it. I've talked about it with therapists. I love therapy. Therapy is amazing. I've talked about it in therapy. Like, I've done all the things I know how to do and then some, and it's still <laughs> just as heavily there as it was at the beginning 35 years ago. So I'm just like... It, it is what it is. Like I've yeah. accepted and thank goodness I have a wonderful, like my daughter's the same way. She understands like dad doesn't want to hear a, a mouth chewing. We were at a friend's house and his daughter was eating pizza. She's six, but mouth open, like going mm -hmm. for it. And yep. I'm sitting there like, I'm just like, I got this. I got this. Like, in you know, it's, it's a six year old. I'm not going to yell right. at a six year old. Right. You know, I'm like, yeah. I don't want to be rude. I got this. I got this. And my daughter's just like, will you please close your mouth? And I was like, this is why I fucking love you so much. Like, I love everything about you. Like, I was about to buy her a car and a condo and send her on a trip to Hawaii. Like, I fucking love you. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to buy you the Taj Mahal. We're going right now. Like, you get every, you want a pet Puma? We're getting you a Puma. You know, like, well, it didn't time, matter. The last time we went, I did the exact same you, thing. Yeah, you did the same thing. And it's, that's the beauty thing is that I have people in my life, Star, my daughter. Like, I have people in my life that are aware that yeah. I try to be a very nice person as much as humanly possible. Yeah. If there's all of a sudden dads or, or you know, significant others, like, fuck, something happened. Because it's not normal for me to just be like, fuck. Yeah. You know I mean? That's not right. a normal. That doesn't happen. You know, That's a very, like, non-natural state of being for people right. like you and me. Yeah. And I think that's why um, she looked it up is because, like, the reaction, she's like, Okay, this is something big time. I better go research. And that's how I <laughs> yeah. even found out about it. Because I didn't know what it was. I just thought it was an issue I had. I didn't know yeah. there was actually a name and a reasoning and a, a whole, you know, I can learn what it is. I just was like, fuck hearing things. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and like headphones all I don't want to, I don't want to like put you on blast for like doing the ASMR thing. You're just trying what you've yeah. seen works in different routes, right? Mm -hmm. But I do want to outline that so that if somebody else is like, mm -hmm. under, like totally understands, has never heard the word misophonia in their life and might think about doing an, like going no. to an ASMR cast, no. don't no. do it. No. Please don't do it. Learn from our no. mistakes. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> yeah. No, I can tell you with, with pure like passion, <laughs> do not, <laughs> don't. Uh, try and overcome by submitting yourself to that it won't work and it'll it will it'll, it trigger the fuck out of me and i'm a very calm person i am a very very calm person and i love being calm but boy it was like i'm not kidding like i joked about if there's a red button out i might have and i love people but i was just fuck you you know like everybody's gone you know what i learned that's really interesting about me so is that even though so like 
negative triggers are the ones that we remember because mm-hmm. they make such a stark difference. But mm-hmm. there are also positive triggers, and those aren't as uh, frequently recognized because, um, I mean, first of all, we're wired to recognize the negative more than we are the positive. That's how you but, stay alive. But also, um, a lot of it is in music, and music is made to like make people feel. So mm-hmm. it's not as uh, noticeable. But have you ever, you hear like two notes, just like two notes within a song, and you're like, oh, that was like butter. That was just though that little, like that like one second was like, diving into a dream of happiness and then that was it and that was it i okay me and star we take every monday and we do a day date right that's part of our relationship we get rid of all like internet we get we just me and her go out and we hang out every monday like that's our thing just this last monday I'm listening to music because we will go and we'll draw. It doesn't mean that we're talking the whole time. Like we'll throw in headphones and we'll we'll yeah, go yeah. outside of the house and we'll just be near each other drawing. I'm listening to a song I'd never heard before, like instant stank face. Like as soon as I heard, it, I was like, oh, that's all. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, you gotta hear this, you know. And I'm like, and I know it, it may not have been like that powerful to her. She was like, Yeah, it's pretty good. But for me, I was just like, no, I could listen to this all day, you know. Like, <laughs> something in it yeah so part of being in the uh neurodiverse club um is getting that in that same kind of like ear touching enjoyment out of listening to 8d music and 8d music is it's it's an intense experience for somebody who has a neurodivergent brain because it's it's music that'll travel like back and forth behind your head and in front of your head and as you're listening to it it's like going everywhere and it just oh my god it's like that gives you like an orgasm on the face your brain yeah yeah it's insane so like for me um I okay. I, I was in I was in band in middle school and in high school, and we had to play uh, Danny Boy, <laughs> and there was it was like oh Danny Boy da 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 da, da. and that part that goes da 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 like those like three or four notes were just like oh ooh yes whenever I heard specifically a french horn play those four notes i was done for i was just like you're gonna have to like pick me up off the ground you're gonna have to suit me into a to-go container because i am just liquid (laughs) how does somebody sweep you off your feet hey i'd like to get to know you plays that you you want to go to the movies? <laughs> oh, oh my! You just have it on like a recording on your phone, or like that's the ringtone. All right, Billy, call me now. You know, like... <laughs> that on repeat, yeah. <laughs> but like, like, this girl likes me, and I don't know why. Your ringtone, buddy. Your ringtone. Well, that's so. Like, that's one of the things. Is like specifically when. Uh, a French horn like solo or soli happens and like cuts through the rest of the orchestra. Oh, 
that's the sound man that's mm -hmm. it that's yep. one of those so if you can't if you have misophonia and you can try to find those positive triggers and lean in you know I think that might be why I listen to so much of the music that I do. And I have a playlist of songs that I've picked out that I started. I started this playlist in 2018 and it's still, whenever I'm in like a state of, I don't know, like things are weird, like mentally I put on that playlist and I've, I've played with it for years, yeah. but I've like perfected this playlist and it isn't even as much like I like the artist or I like, but there's something about, and it may even be this is something about the way that I put it together that I'll just put it on, put on headphones and draw. And when I'm done, like the world is good. Like everything is okay. It doesn't matter what's going on that made me upset. It's okay. Like things are okay. We can manage. So I have it, that same playlist. I have the exact same playlist on my, I mean, not the exact same playlist. I have my own curated, like when my brain isn't working, you, you listen to this. Yep. <laughs> There's like my go-to song and it's funny. You know, on Spotify, it tells you like your, your most listened to songs of the year, you know, and it gives yeah. you that it's been the same song for the past two years running. It's like my, like, Oh, you know what? Fuck it. I'll put on that song, and I'm just like, okay, things are good. All right, <laughs> everything's okay. Like we good. And it's what so song funny is because it? um, it's it's a uh, uh, it's the hot water, hot shower. Why am I forgetting the name of the song? It's hot. It's shower by um the dude with the three on his head. Chance the rapper. Oh, hot oh. shower by Chance the rapper. God, my brain just like I could sing you the whole fucking song. Like I could rap the entire song to you, but I'm like, what's the name? I don't know. Blue you know, like I don't know my own name right now, but I could rap you the whole song if you want me to. But it's like that's like my go-to, and she knows it too. Like I've had bad mornings, and then all of a sudden that song is on, and I'm like, you know what you're doing. You know what you're doing. <laughs> so um i'm going to take a pause and say it is 6 39 oh dang it's like we've been talking like we'd like friendly and hanging out and stuff <laughs> why don't why don't we do this because <laughs> you, you were you were you were like a a um you're a hard person to find you're a ninja right but <laughs> i'm in your discord um I like I've had a lot of fun hanging out and and shooting the shit and and talking about a lot of cool stuff. Uh, might be like you know a couple months down the road, but if you're down, I'd totally love to sit and record and and talk about Yay! more stuff. Yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, it'll be it be a lot of fun. So if you're down, DM me. Yeah, don't don't get a hold of me. I'll forget. Uh, there's a reason why everything goes through her because she's my manager and keeps me on track. I will be on here as much as you and your audience wants me on here. Boom. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I freaking love it. Cool. Very cool. So I I do um want to be streaming soon again. And I know that I I have said that to my Discord for like every few months. I'll be like, this is this is it, guys. We're getting back to one. it. This is I even one. I probably streamed like a total of two or three days all of 2022 mm -hmm. um uh but no but really though i'm you know this is my, the end of my first year here in oregon i mm -hmm. do want to get back to the streaming game and now that i've kind of been able to chill out um 
I definitely have more space and time to do so. Cool. So, uh, as of, I don't know, soon, maybe by the time this podcast comes up, you, you can there find you me on twitch.tv slash your pal Jess. And what we'll do is we're going to throw in the description. So those listening, check the description. You'll see there's a link to twitch.tv slash your pal Jess. Um, yes. And if there's any other things that you, any other links that you want, uh, if you, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, MySpace, whatever it is. MySpace. Um, let's Woo-hoo. go. It's, hey, hey, I'm on MySpace. My, um, my Linkster. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my like, Friendster. Whatever, whatever. Um, <laughs> like, I put my OnlyFans on everything. So, uh, it put whatever you want. Uh, yeah. Send it to her. Mm-hmm. You have a link yeah, my Instagram. My Instagrams. So, um, I do... Uh, Hold on. Not, what? Did you hear? Did you hear? She's like your Facegram. My Facegrams. <laughs> God damn it. My okay. face chat. <laughs> right. My snap yeah. times. <laughs> my, my yeah. My snap Twitter. My my Twitter. My tweet book. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, all of them. How old are we? Who at eighty six? You look if y'all know my AOL.com name. Let's go. <laughs> ASL baby. ASL. <laughs> okay, so okay. if, if uh, anybody wants to play Atari with me, I'll give you my uh, <laughs> Apple Commodore number. Um, um, but for anybody who's not familiar with my stuff, hello. Um, I do a lot of art and a lot yes. of fun games and such. I like to do little tiny art. So, like, I'll paint on Pokemon cards. I like to do little Bob Rosses. I got my little baby Bobbies. Um and I do a lot of face and body painting. So if any of that interests you, you can check it all out on Instagram at your.pal.jess. Also, that some, link will be in the description. Yeah, some, somebody took at your pal Jess and what? has posted on it to 2016. Oh, that's dirty. But, that's, you know, oh. that's good. Oh. I'm not salty about it or anything. Oh, I'm salty if you're not, okay? That's I'm absolutely the, salty. Oh. <laughs> I'm backish, baby. <laughs> Dude, it's one thing if they were currently posting, but they haven't touched it in six, seven years. Come right? on, now. And I'd message them and be like, "Hey, can I have this name?" And just nothing, just <gasps> dead silence. That's dirty. That's but, dirty. But hey, whoever, right whoever has that account, if you're listening to this podcast, get a hold of Jess. Okay, <laughs> relinquish that account. Sorry. Yeah, Sorry. yeah. <laughs> uh, if you have that account. Or if you want to see me in my account, you can yeah. go to at your dot pal dot jazz yeah. and my face is all over it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> cool. We'll put all these in the description. So if you if you didn't write that down, just click on it or tap on it. You know, if you're on your phone or whatever, if you're if you're listening to this on the website or if you're on Spotify or iHeartRadio or Samsung oh. Podcast or Pandora or we're everywhere. This is this is gonna be everywhere. So in the descriptions, click on it. Go check out Jess. Jess is awesome. I mean, obviously, we've just sat here for like three hours bullshitting <laughs> effortlessly. Like this is what I this is what I love. This is what I love. This right here, just chilling. Like you're literally in your living room, but I want to make it feel like we're hanging out in the living room. I I call the beanbag. Um, and <laughs> it's just, I mean, well, it's right okay. by the tree. I'll just dude. sit on you. So. <laughs> <laughs> So well, you, know, you know, according <laughs> according to her, it's not fun to hump on it. So you know we're not going to be doing that anyway. So we're just going to sit on the beanbag by the fireplace next to the Christmas tree. Like, life is good. 
Life is good, baby. Life is good at Justin's place. Dude, that's got to be like a motto or life is good at Jess's place. Like, that's got to be you when you come my back. When, yes, dude. With your first stream back, that should just be the title. Life is good at Jess's place. Boom. Everybody coming on in. I like it. Well, that being said, um, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Thank you for making the time. Thank you for just being you because it's been a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. It's been, it's been rad. Um, anybody that's listening, everybody that's listening, all the people that are listening, I hope that you enjoyed this. Jess is awesome. As you've been able to tell, if you want more, just keep an eye out. Go go check out the Instagrams. Wait for the uh, the Twitch streams to start up again and go hang out because it's worth it. Um, I'm, I'm glad that I know you. Like, I'm grateful that I get to know you. Like, it's it's been super dope. Not only are you fun, but you've introduced me to some great music which i'm oh. always grateful for like anybody that shares great music with me i'm super grateful for i love music um and i think that's a bit out star uh thank you for hanging out and talking and and showing off the cats which sorry you guys that are listening and get to see but the cats are adorable and <laughs> we will uh there's another cat um uh, the podcast, they, they come out every Monday and Thursday at 4 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, that way the people on the East Coast can listen to it while driving to work. And we are grateful that you guys even pay attention to the podcast and that you listen and that you're involved. Um, and we're just we're grateful. We're happy. We're joyful. Thank you, Jess. Stay safe. Stay kind. And think about what you type before you press enter. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, let's send everybody <laughs> off this listening with a nice farewell. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for tuning in for this episode of the Podcast. We appreciate your time, and we hope to see you back again for more very soon. Until then, take care, have a wonderful day, and go follow Podchfad on Twitch.